It's time for this week's Uplift. Three ordinary guys that want you to find the freedom that is available by knowing our Lord Jesus Christ. So sit back and enjoy Uplift, brought to you by the Fulcrum Center. Visit our site at thefulcrumcenter.org. Hey, Chad, how you doing? <laughs> Pretty good. Ian's not here. I know. You know, the funny, the, there's one consistent theme here, and that's you. Because <laughs> last week I wasn't here, this that's week Ian's not here. Well, so. I got news for you. I'm not going to be here in about a month. Okay. Yeah. It's, right. it's a, about a month, maybe a little longer. I can't remember, but I, I'm going to be taking some time off and okay um sometime in april okay so, but okay. yeah but uh you guys will do fine without me i'm sure yeah we'll figure it out yeah so uh um looks like we got the computer working we'll, I, we'll, I hope it's working we're recording we'll find out here in about a half an hour <laughs> yeah so what happened with the computer I, I gave a little update last week and said you know it was making a noise i was the problem um <laughs> Power supply went out yeah. in the computer, which it, it happens. It's happened to me before. It's no big deal. You get a new power supply, you put it in. Well, um, I didn't know. In a lot of computers, the fan is at the back, mm -hmm. right? There's a, a little fan that blows all the hot air out the back. Well, this one, it's in the front. Yeah. I didn't see it. No. Oh. Popped the power supply in there, and the wires went into the fan. Didn't pay any attention, so I turned it on. And it's making this awful noise, and it's like grinding, like bearings have gone bad or something. I don't even know if fans have bearings anymore. Yeah. Do they? Yeah. Okay. So it sounded something like that. So I just turned it off, and we recorded upstairs last week, Ian uh -huh. and I did. Uh -huh. Well, so I'm looking at it, and I'm like trying to figure out what the noise was, and I look down, and I see the wires just in the fan, and I went, oh. So I pulled them out, and sure enough, the noise went away. Running fine. It's running fine. Look at that. Sometimes we get in our own way. <laughs> Surely <You know>? not. <laughs> well, I guess it's, you know, something as simple as that mm -hmm. really kind of reiterates the whole concept of we live in a broken world. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because that wasn't perfect. No. And, you know, somebody may say, oh, well, of course not. I mean, it was a simple mistake, but... Think about it from God's perspective. He created everything, and he called it good. Mm -hmm. Everything was good. Yeah. It was perfect. Yeah. Adam and Eve were perfect. Yeah. Everything was perfect. Yeah. Until Satan comes in and brings sin and death into the world, and here we are. Yeah. The world is broken. We're broken. I think we all know we're broken people. The world is broken. Nature is broken. The weather is broken. I mean, it's 60 degrees one day and snowing the next day. I realize that's Ohio, but still, yeah. you know, it's just crazy. So how do we live in this broken world? Mm -hmm. It's, um, I think the more we know the answer, the more we can live a better life. Mm -hmm. And we know what the answer is right. before I even ask the question. Right. Jesus right. is right. the answer. That's right. But, you know, Paul, the Apostle Paul kind of alluded to this in Romans chapter 7. And I know a lot of people like to, and I even did this at one time, say, you know, Romans chapter 7 is just saying, that's why I'm a sinner. And, and it's okay that I'm a sinner because, you know, God saved me. Mm -hmm. 
it's a little more than that. He's he's really trying to sh- say, look, we're broken. Yeah. And Jesus is the only answer. Right. And it, it's just so much more than just a, like a way to explain your behavior. I really think Paul was trying to put the emphasis on Jesus more than we realize. Right. That he is the one who saves us from this body of death. Yes. As he says in there. <clears throat> and so I've just been reflecting on that the, here lately and uh, thought maybe we could talk about that tonight. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's a whole Asbury revival and uh, Texas A&M and now some college in Cleveland, Tennessee. And there's probably more that I don't even know about. They're, they're, they're popping up everywhere. And yeah. It's wonderful to see. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and you had made the comment that revival is wherever the Holy Spirit is. Mm-hmm. Is that how you said it? Yeah. Yeah, I really like that. So yeah, yeah, revival could be in your chair. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and you know, back to living in the broken world. You know, I think that people in in the revival, people were open to receive it. Mm-hmm. You know, that's the key. Okay, you don't have to be at Asbury or you don't have to be in yeah, yeah. anywhere. You just have to be open to receive it. And living in a broken world, you know, like. Off camera tonight, before we started, I told Phil, I said, it's been a difficult couple weeks. I mean, there's been some good things happen. There's been some bad things happen and some struggles, some health struggles and things like that. And, um, you know, it's hard sometimes to keep your focus in the midst of difficult times. When when you're living in uh, in a broken world like we do, you know, we can sit there and read the Bible. We can pray and we can do all those things. But I'll tell you the last couple of weeks, like I was telling you off camera, my prayers felt weak. Um, I, I just felt like I was just, I couldn't hear God. I just, I was, I felt disconnected. I felt defeated. I felt alone. And we shared, you know, back and forth some stuff that was going on. And um, so even though we know what we're supposed to do, sometimes it just feels like you're walking through the mud. Mm-hmm. You know, that yeah. sometimes you just feel like you're just, you're just, swimming upstream Mm. and and you're just you're just segregated or disconnected and i think a lot of people do that and and you know the only answer is you just have to power through and just keep praying keep you know worshiping you Mm -hmm. know um put on the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness right oh yeah that old hymn yeah and for years and years i never understood what that meant you know, coming to a, a Methodist church and hearing that, that, and it's like, okay, spirit of heaviness, put on a garment of praise. Mm-hmm. So start praising God. And um, he will walk you through it. You know, it's, it's, you know, we all go through difficult situations, difficult things, but we have to be patient and wait for him. Mm-hmm. And that's difficult. But, you know, um, sometimes we just have to be open to receive our own revival. That's good. I like that. Yeah. And, you know, Christians throw about these, you know, the one thing about, you know, modern Christianity is we got all these these buzzwords and these terms and things for stuff, mm-hmm. you know, revival. Oh, there's a big revival. There's going to be a revival with this church next to next uh, Wednesday night at 630. <laughs> yeah. I, okay. But, you know, you could we could have a revival right here in this room. We could. You know, and, and maybe we did and maybe we are. Yeah. <laughs> 
It may be going on right now. It might be going on right now. I I'm mean, we, feeling it. Yeah, we had a we had a we had a pretty uh, passionate prayer that took place here before we fired this camera yeah. up tonight. So, um, you know, what does revival mean? It, 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 well, let me tell you. I don't know who said this. I heard it recently that if you want, uh, okay, if you say you're having a revival, you'll get a performance. Okay. Mm-hmm. If you want a revival, ask God. Yeah. Yeah. So when you have these services, and you know, I'm going to take this back to 1996. I was at the Tiltonsville United Methodist Church. We we're having a revival service. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I was excited because I, was I wasn't a brand new Christian, but I was brand new walking with God. I was starting to understand what a relationship with God really meant. Yeah. And I was getting closer to God. Yeah. And so I was excited. Like, there's going to be a revival service. Something's good is going to happen. <laughs> and the guy leading the revival said, if you came here tonight looking for a revival, you're probably not going to see it. He says, I'm not saying you won't, but you're probably not. He says, I've only seen revival break out once in all my 30 years. I'm like, why are you here? <laughs> well, it was my lack of understanding right. that, you know, you go to a revival and things are going to happen, right? Yeah. It's almost like we're expecting God to move. Mm-hmm. Because we're going. Well, then he explained it. And I I tell you, honestly, it was probably 20 years later before I realized, has it even been 20 years since then? I guess it hasn't been 20 years. So it was a long time since that night before I realized what he was saying. And he was absolutely right. That just because we put the word revival on it doesn't mean that it's going to be a revival. A revival takes place when the Holy Spirit moves in you, and it can be one person or it can be hundreds of people. But like you said, you don't need to go to a specific location. You don't need to go to at a specific time. Mm -hmm. You don't need to dress up a certain way or say a specific prayer. It's if you ask God for revival, even personal revival, you'll get it. Yeah. You absolutely will. He will give you what you ask for. Right. Especially when you ask according to his will. That's right. So, yeah. Yeah, open up your heart. Open up your hands to receive. Mm -hmm. You know, and that's the thing I think a lot of people miss is we've got to open ourselves up to receive. Because, you know, when we go through difficult times, a lot of times we shut ourselves off. Yeah. You know, we shut our, because we're overwhelmed. You know, when you're when you're overwhelmed, you you tend to shut off the outside things, and the outside things could be the Holy Spirit and it could be the Lord trying, yeah, to, trying absolutely, to, trying to, absolutely to talk to us. We shut it out because we're just we're overwhelmed, and and I'm guilty of that. And and you can't receive your own personal um, revival or whatever you want term you want to call it, fancy buzzword. You can't receive the Holy Spirit in you. If you're rejecting it mm, mm. now, God now mm-hmm. God can do anything He wants, but He's mm-hmm. He's you know the chances of Him cramming something at you are pretty slim if you don't want it. Right. Right. Okay. Exactly. You know. And you know that's what I was saying about this broken world is that we almost it, it's almost like we expect perfection, mm-hmm. and when we don't get it, we kind of withdraw. And, you know, we say, oh, I'm having a bad day. And I'm not saying people don't have bad days. I've had plenty of bad days, especially recently. But what I'm saying is, like, just like what you said, you know, don't push God out of it, too. Right. Because he is the one 
who will save me from this body of death? Praise be to God for Jesus Christ, his son, mm-hmm. is what Paul says. Yeah. He will save us, not just salvation. He will renew us. He will lift us up out of the mud and put us on dry ground. Mm-hmm. He'll lead us beside still waters mm-hmm. and restore our soul. Yeah. He will do those things because he can right. and he wants to. Right. But we can't shut him out. Yeah, and, and I'll tell you another thing, too, and, and I was telling you a little bit about this before we, we fired the cameras up tonight. Um, a, a friend of ours, you know, I'd, I'd kind of shared with him a little bit via Facebook post that, you know, struggling with some stuff. And, again, living in a broken world. We're broken people. And they said this very powerful prayer, and it was the jump start that I needed. It mm. really was. They prayed for me on my behalf. And that's the thing that uh, something that's so important for us to remember is it, when somebody comes to you, pray powerfully for them. Mm. And powerfully doesn't have to be anything fancy that right. you spend time looking up or writing down or whatever. Just open up your heart and, and intercede for that person, mm. you know. This person did that today. I'm not going to say who they are, but if they're watching, they'll know who they are. They prayed for me today, and it it was so powerful. I just felt moved, and we have to be open to do that mm-hmm. because sometimes you're going to be up and sometimes you're going to be down. And, you know, it's, it's that jumper cable analogy yeah. we talked about. You know, yeah. sometimes you just need a jump. You know, sometimes you're beat down and you're 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 down, and no matter how much you pray or you're you're just struggling and you and you feel weak and you feel ineffective and and you're you're you might be living in fear and and, and experiencing anxiety and different things. One another person can intercede for you and shift the entire situation. Absolutely. And and so we got to be open to that. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Don't be afraid to ask, and don't be afraid to receive. Yeah, receive it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If someone wants to pray for you, receive it. With an open mind. Yeah. Yeah, and with an open heart, because it, it, it's it's less about the specific words they use. Yeah, exactly. And it's more the fact that they're interceding on your behalf, yeah. on your behalf to God. And then I saw a shift, and, you know, it's not like everything turned, but I was like, man, I feel... Like, that cloud is broken, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, we don't know. We can't see, unless God reveals to us, we cannot see what happens in the spiritual world. And, you know, a lot of people don't like to talk about the spiritual world, and it's, you know, it's not Harry Potter magical stuff. It's it's reality. Right. There, We are body, soul, and spirit, and our spirit is connected to the spiritual world, and our physical body is connected to the physical world. Mm -hmm. But we only see with our eyes the physical, but we have to understand that there's a spiritual. And when someone intercedes for you, things are happening in the spiritual world that are breaking through for you. Right. And it's, you know, we still live in this broken world, the physical, but when we accept and we believe that, you know, God is moving for us. Mm-hmm. He will. Yeah. Faith is the tie that we need to to the from the physical to the spiritual. The spiritual world, yeah. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. the belief in what you cannot see and having the conviction that it's real. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So 
Yeah. And and when you're beat down, you you struggle with your faith because you can't see it with your yeah. eyes. Yeah. Yeah. You can't see that end result. And that's where, you know, you gotta start praising God. When you when you find yourself in that low, when you're down in that low, praise God and open your heart for the prayers of others and pray for yourself. You know, really pray for yourself and build your faith up. And one way you can build your faith up too is reading the word. And that's mm-hmm. one thing that I've found is I struggle with is when I'm beat down, I've struggled reading the word. Mm-hmm. Even if I sit down and do it, it just doesn't click. It doesn't connect. And so that's where we have to keep up our prayer and keep up our praise of God because it will reconnect. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I it, something you said when you said it's not you're not connecting. And I'm not, this is not against you, but a lot of people think that when I read the Bible, I expect something out of it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. And I do that too sometimes. But there are times when you read the Bible, you get nothing out of it, but you get something out of it every single time. Right. You know what I mean? Yep. You may not perceive it, but every time you take the time to read the Bible, mm-hmm. you're getting something out of it. It is working. And an example I can give, I always tell people, when you get in your car and you turn that key, or these days you push the button, whatever it is, yeah. you get in your car and you start it up, you don't know what's going on on the inside. Mm-hmm. You don't know what how those cylinders, well, you may know. I do. The pistons are going up <laughs> and down and the oil is keeping the friction in the coolant is keeping it warm or cooled off. And, you know, I know those terms, but I don't really know the science of it. Right. I don't know the science of atoms being torn apart from the flame or the spark hitting the gasoline and causing an explosion. But I believe that when I go outside and I turn that key, my truck's going to start. Yeah. Okay, so I'm getting something out of it. It's going right. to take me where I need to go. Right. Same thing with the Bible. You don't have to know it intimately. I mean, sure, if you do, that's great. But a lot of people will say, I can't read because I don't understand it. I don't care. Right. I didn't understand it the first time I read it. I still have things I don't understand. I read something this morning. I was like, how the heck in all these years have I never seen mm-hmm. something about Noah that I saw today? Right. So, yeah, you, you just, you get something out of it when you take time to read it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's just sometimes you have this cloud or I call it a cloud or just confusion. Sure. Uh, brain fog, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Sometimes that happens. And and all I'm saying is we have to just persevere through. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we just absolutely, I, and we just have to persevere through, because there will be another side to it. You know, we mm-hmm. will get to the other side. You know, we walk through valleys at points, and but we get out of the valleys. Yeah. You know, he walks us through them, and 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 you know, it's just sometimes you're you're up and sometimes you're down because we live in this broken world, and we have emotions in us and we have physical you know things that go on and and that sort of thing with us and but there's more to the story than what we experience in our emotions and how we feel we have that whole spiritual realm that we we, that's where we have to really stand in faith and praising god because god it's like okay your spiritual realm, your you, who you are, does not change. 
the way that I feel in my emotions, whether I'm having a good day or a bad day, whether I'm sad or I'm happy, you know, if I'm sad and depressed on a particular day, okay, I'm just not where I need to be. But he's still the same no matter how I feel or no matter how you feel. Absolutely. So we've got these, these days or these times, these periods of time with this fog, with this disconnect, whatever you want to call it. But just persevere through. Keep reading the word. Because, you know, that will build your faith. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. like, you can you can read certain things and be like, hey, you know what, I'm not alone. You know, even Paul, you know, they praised God in, from a prison cell. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Well, you know, prayer is talking to God. Mm-hmm. And it's not just saying what you want to say, it's hearing what he's saying back. Now, I know a lot of people have struggled with hearing from God, and mm-hmm. I understand that. But Paul says in Romans that faith comes by hearing and hearing the word, not the Bible word, Jesus, mm-hmm. the word. Mm-hmm. Hearing God speak to you yeah. is where faith comes from. Right. So, you know, as you say, and persevere, keep praying, keep reading, because when you do, you're communicating with God. You're building that relationship with God. And that, in turn, is building your faith. And that, in turn, is going to clear that fog. Mm-hmm. It may come back, sure. But if you just neglect it completely, you're, you're neglecting your faith. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, persevere. That's, that's a very good biblical concept. The one that needs to be preached a lot more mm-hmm. is perseverance yeah. in faith. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's just practical advice. You yeah. Know? Because we have, like I say, we have good days, we have bad days, we have, you know, difficult periods of time we go through. So how do you walk through that? How does that look? And we've talked about these things before on, on here, on this program in times past. It's, mm-hmm. you know, and that's the uplifting part. It's how do we practically do these things? Mm-hmm. You know, how do you practically overcome these situations? How do you practically walk through the valleys? Well, that's how. You know, you mentioned a hymn earlier. And um, I don't know who sings it. I think it's more of a contemporary Christian song. And I don't remember who sings it, but it's called Valleys Fill First. Mm-hmm. So when you're in the valley, you know, like thinking about water, for example, if there's a, a flood coming or if the rain runs down, it fills the valley. Mm-hmm. It doesn't get to the top of the mountain until the valley's filled up. So if you're in the valley, you're going to get God pouring out mm-hmm. more than if you are at the top of the mountain. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. the valleys fill first. Yeah. So, Yeah. Walk through those valleys because God is there. Mm -hmm. He is everywhere. Yeah, and I just was reminded of this story, and a lot of people probably heard this story, and and I've seen it in different places. But this this farmer, his donkey fell down the well. Do you remember this story? I, I, yeah, I think I've heard it. But go ahead. Yeah, the farmer there was a there was a farmer, and he had a well, and his donkey fell down in the well, and he tried everything he could think of, and he had friends come over and everything, and Mm. try to get the donkey out. They couldn't get the donkey out of the well. You know, there was no way to get down in there to get him and lift him up out. So they said, well, that's it. You know, that that's it for the poor old donkey. And they started shoveling dirt to fill, you know, to bury him in the mm-hmm, well. Mm-hmm. Well, the, the, you know, the donkey just, you know, was, you know, frantic because he thought they were, they were, you know, which he was right. They were trying to bury him. Right. Well, he shook the dirt off. Right. When every time they shoveled dirt on him, he shook the dirt off and he started stomping it down. Yeah. And and after they saw what was going on, so they just kept shoveling the dirt. He built. They, he he got out. 
Right. You know? So sometimes we got to shake the dirt off. Yeah. You know, like, you know, uh, sometimes bad things come our way and we get the dirt shoveled on us. Sometimes we got to shake that dirt off and, and, and we can get out of the well. And again, it goes back to, you know, doing the things, you know, having your relationship with God, having your conversations with God. And as much as you're tempted that, you know, the, the enemy is so good at tempting us and saying, that doesn't work. God's not listening to you. You don't have a future. You know, this thing, whatever this thing is, is going to ruin you, whatever. The enemy's great at that. Oh, yeah. He's so crafty. And, and it's not anything new. He's been doing the same thing for thousands of years. But the thing about it is, is he's so good about it. But we need to overcome that doing these things we're talking about. You know, we just got to be persistent. But sometimes we have to shift our our, our mindset mm-hmm. on things. We have Absolutely. to we have to we have to be open to receive what God will give us because sometimes God will give us something that we don't we're not wanting because we want what we want. Mm-hmm. You know, like that donkey wanted some sort of donkey ladder to get out. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know, like that donkey wanted a nice uh, crane with a nice comfortable padded sling to lift him up out. Mm-hmm. Well, they didn't have that. But what did they have? They had shovelfuls of dirt. Mm-hmm. And sometimes God's going to, you know, shovel the dirt on you so you can stomp it down and get yourself out of the well that way. That's just kind of the way this works. And that's hard for us to understand. Oh, it is. Yeah. That's hard because we want a rope to be thrown down that we can tie around our waist and be hoisted out by the magical crane. We expect perfection in a world that is not perfect. That's right. Yeah, it's a broken world. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, you're something you said, you know, changing your mindset, you gotta remember that the person who's coming against you, the person who you don't like or the person who's causing you problems, they're a person too. They're having problems too. And you know, I'm not justifying what they're doing, but they're not perfect either. No. And if you can see that and you can maybe overlook that or speak to them, take it to God, instead of listening to the enemy telling you just how terrible that person is, take it to God who loves that person mm-hmm. and God loves you, changes everything. It makes this broken world a little bit easier to live in. Right. Love covers a multitude of sins. Yeah. And and the sooner yeah. that we forgive people like that, mm-hmm. the sooner that we really forgive people like that, the sooner we're going to walk in freedom and, and our lives are better. Yeah. Because, you know, the more that we dwell on these things that, that come against us, it's not doing us any good. No. You know? No. It, unforgiveness is, we've talked about it many times, yeah. it's, it's just an awful thing. It will destroy you. Yes, it will. It will destroy you if you harbor unforgiveness against yourself, too. Mm-hmm. Forgive yourself mm-hmm. as well. And a lot of people can't do that. No, For, I know. I shouldn't say they can't. A they lot of won't. people are unwilling to forgive themselves yeah. because they they feel like they just have to punish themselves because they they've got this thought in their head that what they did was so terrible or so mm-hmm. bad that they shouldn't be forgiven for mm-hmm. it. And that's the furthest thing. That's not God. That's no. not how God operates. That's not how He sees us. You know. Not at all. So. That's part of the broken world. We're part of the broken world. Absolutely. 
Everything is. Mm-hmm. But, and, but, you know, we can unbreak some parts of the broken world. Yes, we can. Yes. Yes, we can. Yeah. Because God is the one that will mend it and make it better. Mm-hmm. And we have to trust in him to do it, though. We try to do it on our own. We're going to fail. That's right. It's got to be about Jesus. That's right. Every single time. Yep. Hmm. This was a great conversation tonight. It was. Yeah. And we're, we're running out of time. We got about two minutes left. But uh, yeah. This was fantastic. It was. I, I really enjoyed it. Um, it was. Yeah, it was good. It was a good conversation. And it's sort of like every week, the funny thing is every week is kind of like an anything goes. We did, yeah, it is. it is. We did anything goes, what, two weeks ago? Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Uh, so we did anything goes two weeks ago, but kind of every week is kind of anything goes. We start with a theme, and we kind of, you know, usually hold to it, and we kind of, you know, tie things back into it. But the beautiful part of it is I think we just talk about things yeah. that... that are practical, important things for people that can uplift them. Yeah, things that God's putting on our mind. Right. Mm-hmm. Yep. And it's that's what makes this show wonderful, mm-hmm. in my opinion. Yeah, absolutely. Because somewhere, someone somewhere, someday will need to oh, yeah. understand or need support in the area that we're talking about. Yep. Mm-hmm. And it's unscripted. That's right. And so for the person who's hearing this right now, whenever it is in the future or right, maybe next week even, you don't have to have a script for your life. God is writing it as you go and just flow with him. Mm -hmm. You don't have to follow the script. That's right. That's right. And revival can start in your own chair. That's right. Revival can start in your own chair (laughs) and stop trying to be perfect because this isn't a perfect world. Nothing's perfect in this world except for Jesus. That's right. That's right. I think we covered it all. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, hey, uh, just uh, to let you know, we're coming up pretty quickly here. I mean, it's going to be a few more weeks, but we're coming up to our 100th episode here pretty soon. Wow. We're going to have to do something special. I think we are. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be awesome. Yeah. I mean, I I think we're on 90 or 91 right now, so it's coming. It'll be here before you know it. It will be. Yeah. Yeah. We'll have to come up with something special. Yeah. Yeah. We will. Yeah. Yeah. All right, everybody. Well, that's all the time we have for tonight. And uh, nice yeah. chat. Yeah, it's been a great evening. Yeah. Yeah. Great conversation. So. All right. Yeah. Thank you for watching. Send any uh, requests our way. Yeah. And uh, prayer requests, yeah. questions, anything. Yeah. Yeah. We, we enjoy hearing from everybody. Yep. So, yep. All right. Yep. We'll have a great evening. Yeah. Have a great evening. See you.